Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Hello, Life Church, and welcome back to another midweek podcast with the pastors. Today, we have a, I guess you could say, a special guest. Jessica Ordaz is with us. And if you don't know Jessica, haven't met her, then you haven't been going to Life Church very long because she is a part of everything that we do here so far as administration, but as well as ministry. And Jessica has been gone. For a while, how long were you gone, Jessica? Ten weeks, 70 Ten. days. 70, yeah. 70 days, how many hours, how many minutes? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Felt like but it. welcome back from your sabbatical. Jessica you. was on a 10-week sabbatical, and why don't you tell us, uh, kind of give us a post-sabbatical review. What was it like? What were some of the highlights of it? Sure. Yeah, I just tell people that it was 70 days with Jesus, and mm. that was so transformative. I mean, it it was so deep that I don't know if I'm actually even still able to process all of it because there's so much I'm still chewing on. Mm-hmm. I missed my church family, so that yes. was the hardest, but I was just so thankful. There was so much healing, and God just showed me so many amazing um, just principles to follow him and just kind of refine certain things and even going back into my childhood and some messages and, again, what we're going to talk about today, mm-hmm. but just... Yeah, it was so, so amazing. That's all really I can say. Yeah. Now, I mean, I've known you for quite some time and you like to stay busy, not in a bad way, but you are a productive person. Mm -hmm. So that had to have been difficult for a person with your temperament to disengage from activity and to a place of (laughs) being alone with the Lord and all the different things that he asked you to do on sabbatical. Yes. So just slowing down was a huge part of that and and learning some spiritual disciplines that I felt like I was lacking mm-hmm. to be able mm-hmm. to do that. So spending time with him in silence and mm-hmm. solitude and those were not things that I was used to doing and it was mm-hmm. hard. It, it was. It was difficult and, and that was okay. I knew mm-hmm. I could lean into that and be be okay at the end and, mm-hmm. and it really it was fine to meet him in those uncomfortable places too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you had the the freedom to do that. Yes, uh, that was such a awesome. Gift. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. Well, before you had left for sabbatical, um, along with being administrative and uh, organizing us here at Life Church, you were participating in a wonderful uh, teaching. Uh, I guess you could say training, orientation, there's a lot of things we can call it, that Bonnie Reimer had gifted us at Life Church with a class called Freedom from Fear. Yes. And that obviously resonated with you. It changed your life and a lot of women's lives. And it was for ladies only at the time, but this is something that we've realized could be for men and women. Right. But why don't you give us an understanding, kind of an outline of steps the goal of this teaching, Freedom from Fear. 
Sure. So the first thing, I think the key tenant is to be able to replace lies, recognize those lies. And they could be from things you've learned from your childhood. They could be things from the world or they could be just lies from the enemy to be able to look at those and replace them with God's truth. So that's yeah. the main core goal and concept mm. in, in general. Yeah. Yeah. So how is that done over, I don't know, how many weeks is it that the class went on? I think we did 10 to 12 yeah. different. We've done a few different ones. So is there yeah. a, like an, a, obviously there's an end goal, mm-hmm. right? Freedom. Mm-hmm. But each week, does it build on itself? Does it build on a teaching? Does it build on scripture? What, what are the focal points? Yeah, Bonnie was amazing at just pulling us into the word and looking. There were many, many, I don't even know how many verses on fear. So we look at how many verses are on fear. We look at all the different verses, really steeping ourselves in God's word. That's the main part, week after week after week. So Mm -hmm. understanding the different types of fear, there's fear of the unknown, there's fear of man, there's fear of failure, and then spiritual fear, which is not the healthy fear of God, but more on the spiritually abusive side of things. So we look at those and we just, it's a lot of understanding because again, in order to be free from something, you have to recognize it and know it. Mm -hmm. So you're looking at those things in the word of God, understanding his truths about these different areas as we go week after week. And it's a process. Mm -hmm. It's not a one Mm -hmm. and done. So it's right. That's why we've done it so many times because you pull some layers back of some things and then something else happens or you recognize something else in life and you feel triggered by something and there you go again and you have this process. So it's more of a tool to be able to get free when you feel stuck. Right. So fear has many different forms. So many. Right. And for different people, different ones are stronger. Some, right. Most of us have something that right. we're, you know, just by human nature, yeah. we can be fearful. And we're not talking about fear, like the God-given gift of being able to get away from a dangerous situation. We're talking more right. about the fear of the unknown, things that I would consider more to be anxiety than right. to be that true fear where you need to get out of a dangerous situation. So that, that's sometimes confusing for people because fear, we use that word fear you yeah. know, do not fear. Well, there is a reason for a natural fear as well right. to be able to keep us safe. We're not talking about that. That's important Got and it. that's good. Okay. So we want to talk about more of the anxiety side of things and what keeps us stuck in our thoughts because thoughts create feelings and feelings create behaviors. So if we're stuck mm-hmm. in our behaviors or in our feelings, we can usually trace it back to a thought. And so mm-hmm. that's the process looking week after week at what does God say about this? What am I thinking? And just having him reveal those things is a huge part of it. Right. So a couple of things then. So uh, a visceral fear, fear is a good thing if you lift up a rock and there's yes. a rattlesnake right. underneath exactly. it. The adrenaline and everything causes you to run away. That's good fear. Right. But then the other thing too is that it's not something, I think how you said it, one and done. Mm-hmm. Oh, I learned this. Okay, I'm going to apply it there. I'm free from fear. Right. Not at all. It's a process. And I have done many, many, many weeks and weeks of this throughout the last few years. And there are still Mm -hmm. times and things that I still in my life will say, "Uh aha, something's here. And so I go back through this process and and try to figure out what am I believing? Is that true? What does God's word say? And then, you know, mostly that helps me move out of it faster. I think the real goal is to be able to move out when we are stuck out of those things faster to see that path to truth quicker than so that, in the past. 
So that's what it's done for you personally. Going yes. going through it as well as teaching this yes. has helped you develop a discipline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that when fear raises its ugly head, you see it for what it is and a say, lot, okay, yes. I know mm-hmm. I know what I need to do here. Right. A lot quicker and like I said, it's it's more of finding that path out of it. Mm-hmm. So before, you know, years ago, my mind would just spiral and I would be thinking it would just be a circular pattern and a vicious cycle in my head. And, and then I'd end up in the exact same spot I was because I never could get out of that. Mm. And now I'll know what I'm thinking. Uh, you know, when I think about it, I'll know what it is. And then I say, OK, that's not true. Mm-hmm. What? verse in the Bible can I find? And sometimes I'll just kind of Google a word, you know, that might be coming up that's similar to that. And there's, lo and behold, some verses that speak God's truth over it. And then I meditate on that. I write it down. I find I'm big on visual aids because we're constantly bombarded with messages in our world, constantly, constantly, that may even seem like the truth, but they're not. So I write things down so that I have a visual aid so I can keep referring back. Because the enemy wants you to stay stuck. Right. Always. He wants you to be caught in fear so that you're not able to reach out to others. You're Mm self-focused. So as long as you can meditate on those things, you Mm -hmm. do find that path out and past it. Would you say that it even works when it it comes to phobias? Some people have phobias. I'm claustrophobic, mm-hmm. you know, which is a different kind of fear. Right. It is visceral. If you put me in a, you know, a, a closet that's mm-hmm. uh, no air, no no circulation, I physically will panic. And some people right. have fear of heights, fear of flying. Right. But at the same time, how do you, would would you be able to combat those type of phobias with these same principles? Yeah probably depends on what it is and how deeply rooted if there's Mm -hmm. trauma and Mm -hmm. other things from maybe a childhood Mm -hmm. moment that happened that maybe somebody was trapped and that's why this fear developed. I mean, it's it's very complex. So Mm -hmm. I just want to make sure people are hearing too, that it's not just follow these simple steps and you'll get right past it because it's not true. I'm glad glad you point that out. Yeah. There's, I mean, I look at mental health as a continuum from unhealthy to healthy. And so we all can fit in certain days and times in that continuum. So sometimes we're unhealthy for different reasons and it could be deep rooted and needs some professional help and other strategies or so much out there. Um, But I think it's both and it's a psychological, you know, therapy type thing and a spiritual Mm -hmm. because it's, it's interchangeable a lot of times. And so I think when we partner those two and we get help, it's really important to have a mentor mm-hmm. like Bonnie was mm-hmm. amazing. I've had plenty of great mentors here in this yeah. church and elsewhere over the years and a counselor. And, you know, if you have community, staying in a life group, being transparent, those are your guardrails around that so that you can get out of a lot of those things. Right. But if you stay stuck, like phobias and other type of things, like I said, anxiety, other mental health disorders, that's not something simple to take lightly and just say, I'm I'm just going to power through it. I think that often has been a a Christian stance in some more unhealthy situations where people just kind of ignore it and go through and they're, they're still stuck. So they need the tools, whatever those tools are, find them and surround yourself with people that will keep you accountable to do that. Yeah. So in your... From your perspective, what do you think is the importance of this kind of teaching, freedom from fear, for where we are at in our world? 
you know, mm-hmm. Chico, but also just society, California. But, you know, I'm sure that we here struggle with different types of fears than somebody in another place. But mm-hmm. how important is this teaching right now for people? I think just in the last few years, we've found the fear of the unknown to be yeah. extremely prevalent because of COVID and just a lot of those restrictions and people not knowing and loved ones passing and just so much in the world mm-hmm. was unknown that I think, especially here, like you said, we we felt like we had more control over things. Right. And I think that completely upended a lot of how we we did our life and we don't know, you know, inflation, where that's going to go, like your insecurity about a job and food and all that creates a huge fear of the unknown because you really don't know. (laughs) And so it's important to rely on God's truths and his presence, because Mm -hmm. as the Bible says, you know, don't worry about tomorrow because we just don't know. That's the truth. So when we think about the fear of the unknown, the truth is we don't know and we don't have control over it. So if we know that, then we can move on from that to be able to to anchor. It's about an anchor point to anchor to the Lord and his community so that we can get through whatever, whatever it is. We just don't know. We just don't know. Well, and then I kind of wrap it up with this question. Because, as you said, the uh, fear environment has been peaked pretty high because of COVID, and then at least locally because of the the campfire, Mm -hmm. and now we've got drought situation going on. How do we help our children? Because freedom from fear, you're not really going to see any children in that class, but how do we help our children not take on these lies and, you know, How can we help them early? How can we do something Mm -hmm. preventative? Right. I think it's important and you can break it down to whatever age it is, but really talking through if you have an elementary kid about that process that if you're feeling stuck, you have big feelings about something or you behaved in a way that wasn't what you wanted to do or Mm -hmm. wasn't the right thing to do. Let's let's think about what was going in your mind. What were the thoughts that Mm -hmm. you were thinking? And even if they don't know, you can help. Well, maybe it was this or, you know, just really training them on that process and then saying, okay, well, let's see what God's word has to say about this. What does God think about this? God loves you. Who did God make you to be? Who is God? Mm -hmm. And just really talking through the same points that you would talk through with yourself and being Mm -hmm. transparent, I think is important not to frighten them to let them know that you go through that same process Mm -hmm. as well, especially as they get to be older, uh, you know, middle school and teenagers, young adults, they have so many messages, especially with social media and their friends and peers. And so you want to be able to have just constant conversations. It's not again, Mm -hmm. a one and done conversation with them. It's more of a process of whatever happens throughout life. So I think that will help. I would have loved to have had this process years ago as a tool. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah. The the, the pain and the suffering and the anxiety I could have saved myself. (laughs) Yes. But I think that the way that we, I want to sum this up today, folks, is Jessica has not only uh, taken the time to reflect and apply this to her life, but she, as long as with Bonnie, have in the past led these teachings, or this eight weeks, 10 weeks, of helping people get free from fear. But you can start right now by just thinking through some of the things that Jessica has shared. When you encounter a fear, when you are overwhelmed by something, go to the Word. Ask God. Say, God, what do you think about this? What's the truth versus the lie? And if you're looking for a time in life when there's going to be absolute certainty and everything will make sense, uh, there's no such thing. We live in an Im- imperfect world. 
So I know I'm kind of, you know, sticking your neck out here, Jessica. If anybody wants to follow up and have a conversation with you about this, absolutely, you'd be willing to yes. to chat with of them. Course. And what would you say on the horizon of us doing another Freedom from Fear? What's your thoughts? Yeah, I'd love to. I think it'd yeah. work really well to have that in a life group or a mm-hmm. different kind of setting for sure. Yeah, and then can we make it for men too? Sure. It's important for everybody. So. Yeah, because yes. we, we all need it. We all need <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. Well, thanks, Jessica. There's yeah, just so much you. more we could have covered, but uh, maybe we'll, I'll have you back and we'll talk more about that. That's great. Thank you. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. If you have any questions for us, just send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org or just stop any one of us in church on Sunday and say, hey, why don't you guys talk about this thing or that thing? We'd love to hear from you. Other than that, have a great week and peace out. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there's anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.